Back. It's Tanned, it's Paul Cooney with Barry <laughs> Ferguson. Barry, great to have you back. Can you believe that was four weeks since we heard from you? Yeah, it's been a, a long four weeks to be honest with you, Paul. I've, yep. I've missed it. Um, I've been listening to the show um, when I can, but it's good to take a break, but I'm looking forward to the, the new season. Five days to go before it kicks off. Um, not just the what? Premier League, obviously. The Championship, League One, which I'm involved in this year and, and my old club, Kelty Hearts, and, and League Two. So... I'm looking forward to the new season starting. I'm sure all the managers and players and coaches are as well. It's a great excitement. We're looking forward to the next hour with Barry Ferguson. You can call in 0808 17 17 700. It's kind of business as usual, isn't it? Rangers happy at the weekend, drawing with Brighton. And then a 2-1 win over Real Madrid for Celtic. 6-2 loss to West Ham United. And they're just two days away from Michelin, the return leg over there midweek. The draw for the League Cup, the Premier Sports Cup. Celtic draw hearts. Rangers take on Dunfermline. So, Celtic fans, what do you think? What is the position? Do you need a new goalkeeper? Barca still unimpressive so far, although the manager has promised to work hard with him. Where is Alfredo Morelos? Does anyone know? He's been given some time off after the Copa America, but no sign of him. But fashion Sakala, Barry, you're impressed. Yep, um... I watched the highlights of the game. I didn't see the, the full game, but the reports um, on Sakala uh, were very good. Um, I'm sure the, the Rangers fans would have been impressed with that performance. The manager certainly was. Um, and I think Sakala in time could be a real find because um, I know the manager chased him for a long time. Now he's um, he's been training with the team now for 10 days. He just lacks that bit of fitness, but I think he could be a a top player for Rangers um, and getting that goal yesterday will do his confidence that the world are good. Here's the manager, Stephen Gerrard, speaking about fashion Sakala. Listen, there's still loads to come in terms of fitness, in terms of getting him up to speed, in terms of the information we're giving him. But one thing I will say is coming with an incredible attitude. He's an absolute role model to everyone where he's come from in terms of his country. He's come here with energy, he's been bright, He's been wanting to learn and pick up every bit of information. He's smiling, he's enjoying it. He's grateful to be here. He's been an absolute pleasure to work with in the opening week, 10 days. But there's loads more to come. You can see he's exciting. We still need to help him and, and, and polish the diamond, but hopefully he'll go on to be the player that we, we all expect from him. And we heard him on the programme live. He was on with Rob just over a week ago. Joe Henry did well last week as well with Craig Moore. Thanks for uh, all of the efforts over the summer. We're back. The season is getting underway this weekend. We're going to... Two hours from Wednesday tonight, Barry, you and I just one hour. Same tomorrow uh, with Rob and Stephen Cragen. But from Wednesday, it's two hours, five till seven. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. We've got some good interviews with the managers, with Stephen Gerrard, Sakali speaking about there. What about Morelos? He was asked uh, about him. He didn't really want to talk about him so much at the weekend, 
but he did want to talk about Cedric Etan. Yeah, he's probably been a standout attacking player over the course of the pre-season. He's been available for, for the most minutes. He hasn't missed a training session. Um, he seems more settled in the city now that you know himself and his girlfriend can get about and they can socialise a little bit more than they could in the first place. So he's settled more and you can see that in his training performances um, and, his, and his playing minutes. He scored three goals and um, he certainly looks ready. There's some really sad news coming in. The former Rangers captain and Scotland defender Ali Dawson has died at the age of 63. Barry, that's just breaking news just now. Your former Rangers captain, Ali, terrific guy. You would have known him well. I, I knew Ali did some great work afterwards as well. He was at Hamilton Ackies yeah, as well. Yeah. Did some great work with Street Soccer Scotland. Mm-hmm. A wonderful man. What sad news just coming in just now. Yep, and also he was involved at Rangers and the youth side. Um, I, I can't remember what age group around about the, the 12s, 13s or 14s but no, sad news I, I was uh, I knew about this three or four weeks ago that he had a, a bad illness um, and to hear the news is, is devastating I, I bumped into him a few times Ali genuine guy um, loved his football mm. so my condolences go to um, Ali's family Yeah, we're really sorry to hear that news about Ali Dawson, the former Rangers captain. Really good defender, wasn't he, as well? And he kept himself so fit and he just loved training the younger players as well and helped the homeless in Glasgow and around Scotland with street soccer. And he was still coaching up until not that long ago and giving so much time to that organisation along with David Duke and looking after people uh, in toughest of circumstances. But he was a brilliant guy. We're really sorry. We join uh, Barry there in condolences. To Ali Dawson's family, the former Rangers and Scotland defender. It's the Go Radio Football Show. It's Monday evening. Uh, we were talking about Rangers there. So the Rangers fans, good to see the fans back in at the weekend at Celtic. In fact, all around the country. Uh, Celtic not so good against West Ham. But more importantly for them, they've got Michelin this week, Barry. You think they can do it? They should still be able to do it despite uh, losing that goal at home. But there's no away goals rule anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you just... Uh, took the words out of my mouth there the, the away goal rule has is, is changed um, they're still in the, the, the game there's no doubt about it they need to go over there and, and take the game to Michelin mm. um, they have got decent players Michelin um, and so have Celtic but there's still a few players away you, you listen to Ange speak he's he's speaking with frustration um, he's wanting more players through the door obviously signed a couple just now who are self-isolating which doesn't help but Celtic have got to go over there with a positive attitude and take the game to Mitchell and then if they do that they've got every chance of winning the game Paul Here's the manager speaking after the 6-2 loss against West Ham I know they changed the team uh, in the second half almost completely but uh, he said well there's no hiding from the fact that they lost six goals When you represent this football club when you play football in general well yeah you can't shield people that's part of the process is to stand up to things like this when things aren't going well or if things haven't gone well and react in a positive way you know you you can't go hiding I'm not going to go hiding and you know, I don't expect the players to, you know, they, they've just got to stand up and, and take responsibility for, for whatever situation arises, both good and bad, because sometimes even in the good, you know, you get carried away with things. So it wasn't a bad individual tonight. Like I said, I just thought collectively, defensively, we were very poor the whole night. Very poor defensively, clearly losing six goals, Barry. It's a, Celtic fans just they're scratching their heads. They can't believe not enough players have come in. A bad, yep. a yes, and two others in quarantine. Yeah, but that, that's a frustration when you listen to him doing interviews. He's wanting more bodies through the door. Um, they, they need to get players um, that can come in and compete to get in that starting 11. Um, but he's very honest um, on the game. It's just not good enough. The defending, 
and they need to change um, they need to change that very quick because they've got a massive game in a couple of days because Celtic need to go through these um, these qualifiers and get into the group stage of the, the Champions League but they're a long way from it as I said they need to start signing and signing quickly and just quite blunt about players if they don't want to be there if they're not happy here then they can move on I mean representing this football club should give you any joy and happiness I'm not um, you know I'm not an entertainer I'm here to, to create hopefully a culture that maintains the values and positions of this club and also brings success to this, this club I'm not interested in people being happy not interested in people being happy Barry what are you making that right way to approach yeah. it if somebody mm. doesn't want to be there you move them on mm. um uh, there's, there's got to be clubs interested in their players and I'm, I'm sure we all know who the players he's talking about um, but look he's, I don't think he's going to mess about Paul um, if a player doesn't want to be at Celtic um, he won't play under him uh, and that's just the way he comes across uh, as I said I think he's a very honest guy I don't think he's going to be messed about um, he knows what he wants and he wants happy players there he wants players that want to play for Celtic and they've got if they've got a percentage doubt in their mind they won't play and he'll move them on quickly as possible uh, Christopher Iyer has gone he's gone to Brentford and it looks as though Edward could be going for about 20 million and uh, that's money that they need to spend and spend quickly yeah I, I thought it was a good piece of business 13 and a half million pound for mm. Iyer going into the final year of his contract um, I, I thought that was a, a great piece of business but that needs to go straight to the manager because he needs to reinvest that back in the squad. And Edward, that looks to me that he's going to be the next one moving on, £20 million. Um, I think it looks like Brighton he might be going to. And again, that needs to move quickly so he gets money in that he can reinvest and bring players into the, the Celtic squad that he badly needs because they're, they're very low in numbers. Um, they've got a, a few young boys that have played throughout the pre-season look these young boys in time I'm sure will be good players but I think it's, it's you've got to ease the young players in Paul well everyone's saying the papers today are saying Celtics uh, they're plotting uh, a raid on the Rams at Derby County they've mentioned a couple of the players lots of different players have been mentioned they do need defenders don't they and Beaton didn't help uh, the club or himself by being sent off against Michelin just minutes after he was booked yeah crazy um, listen that might boil down to a bit of frustration but he's an experienced yeah. player he, he's got to know better um, and I'm sure he apologised to the, the players but you expect better for a guy um, he beatings quality and experience Carl Starfelt is in quarantine as is Kyogo Furuhashi some great uh, publicity about him from Japan he got a great send off from his club um, and everyone remembers what Nakamura did in his time at Celtic so maybe there are some players coming who will uh, lights up Celtic Park again but at the moment they just desperately need players yeah well he's a, if he's it's half as good as Nakamura. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll be some player for Celtic because what a find he was. Um, what would you like to play against? Yeah, he, he was a yeah. quality player. Dead ball specialist, mm -hmm. no doubt. Yeah. I think all the Celtic fans will remember he, he, his free kicks. But technically, he was he was excellent as well. Um, but they do need look. They need more bodies. And as I mentioned there, when you listen to Ange and his interviews. He bears a guy of frustration. He wants deals done, and it, it seems that deals are. are are taking their time um, but he needs to get players in quickly
Celtic fans, what do you think you can call Barry Ferguson? 0808 17 17 700. Rangers fans, what do you reckon? 2 1 win at the weekend against Real Madrid. Uh, but here's the manager speaking about that match. First and foremost, we deserved a victory, being excellent over the whole weekend. Obviously, two different teams for obvious reasons, but every single person over the course of the two 90 minutes has been excellent. And they give me a lot, lot to think about over the two days in terms of picking teams for Real next week. And that's the problem I wanted. Challenge the team today. Could they build on? yesterday's performance and to be fair they've backed it up and it shows the, the quality and the strength and depth we've got uh, around the dressing room so I'm really happy and content at the same time it's important we stay calm but that everyone's focus is top and ready for Livingston Stay calm but a 2-1 win against Real Madrid against the Galacticos OK they weren't all playing all the mm. top players it's still what do we take from that vic- victory 2-1 You've got to take confidence. I, I know they were missing some of their star players, yeah. but if you, you still look at the team, there, there was a lot of quality yeah. in that Real Madrid team. But look, the manager's right there. You don't get carried away. It's a great result. Uh, but the bread and butter is next mm. Saturday against Livingston. They need to go off to a flyer. They need to go off to a one and start. That's the most important thing. But the good thing that Steven Gerrard's got, he's got competition for places. Um, two different teams. Um, one against, obviously, Brighton and one yesterday against Real Madrid um, it gives them a, a lot of food for thought and that's exactly what you want as a manager you, you 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 want competition for places it makes players train that bit harder to try and force their way into the starting 11 somebody trying to make his way into the 11 uh, Stephen Kelly what do you make from his 21 now he's been in loan a couple of times could he make it at Rangers yeah I've always liked him I've kept a close eye on young Kelly he was up at uh, Ross County last season um, and when I watched him he impressed me so this is a real good opportunity for him to try and get in that 18 um, do I think he's good enough I think he's got all the attributes Um but time will tell, but you certainly get a real chance, a young kid. Manager was talking about the players, two different teams, so it was a great chance over uh, 24 hours for the fans to come in as well, to see Rangers against Brighton and Rangers against uh, Real Madrid, and for the players to get valuable minutes. Yeah, we've got valuable minutes uh, into important players. We've showed a level out of possession that I really like. You know, our speed across the grass, our aggression, moving together as a unit in our shape. I'm, I'm really happy with that. Yesterday, we've done a lot of things right, but we missed a little bit of magic in the final third in terms of our outcomes. Um, but today, we found that magic. Two great finishes from the boys, and they'll get a lot of pl- plaudits. But for me, I'm more pleased with the two performances from everyone over the over the weekend. It's a good start for Rangers. They've, they've done the business already, early by getting the you know the team that he wants do you expect any changes in the next coming weeks maybe Morella's going yeah there's a possibility of that um, I see Edmondson looks to be going to Ipswich yeah. um, I don't know if that deal's been done yet so I, I do see two or three going out the door because it is a, a hefty squad he's got yeah. I mean I, I do believe that he needs to cut a bit um, with two or three players that are maybe on the peripheral of the, the, the 18. Um, so, no, that that was expected. Um, guys who um, struggled for game time. Morelos is a big one. Has he been given extra time off? But he's in for a fight now. Sakala came in yesterday, proved that he's he's got something about him. You listen to the manager there speak about his attitude, has been first class, and that, that's what you want for players. You want their attitude to be good. His has been good since he's been in for 10 days. So we'll just need to wait and see in terms of Morelos. I still believe that Morelos is a big player for Rangers. You don't want to lose your best players. But again, if a bid comes in that Rangers thinks is accept- acceptable, sorry, I'm sure they'll have to consider it. 
but nothing much has happened, hasn't we? We heard about Porto. That was probably before you went on holiday, Barry. Yeah, it's been and quiet. The, yeah, nobody else in. So yeah, far. but it's, it's only yeah. been Porto. We've yeah. heard the. Um, I, I'm surprised. I thought there'd been more clubs looking at him because yeah. I, I thought he had a fine season last year. Mm. He didn't score as many goals, Paul, but I think his all-round game improved for me. Um, and I do think he's a, a top centre forward. Um, he's a throwback. He's a hustler and a bustler. Mm. He can score goals. Um, so I'm sure there will be some bit of interest in the, in the coming weeks and it's, it'll be interesting to see if Rangers can hold on to him. Some great news for every Rangers and Scotland fan. I remember months ago when you broke the news here on the programme that uh, Ryan Jack was going down to London for surgery. Well, he's back and uh, it's some great news for Rangers, isn't it? Yeah, bro- yeah. brilliant to see. Um, look, I've been open honest about Ryan Jack. When Rangers did sign him a, f- a few years back, I thought he would have been a squad player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's improved so much and he became a... He's no became, he is a big player for Rangers and it's great to see him back. Obviously the operation was successful, they got to the bottom of the the problem, it's been fixed now and hopefully we see Ryan Jack playing week in, week out. And Scott Wright as well, you spoke about him a lot. Mm -hmm. You you actually did did say he was coming to Rangers when it looked as though he would stay until the summer but um, he's used that time well hasn't he to progress? Yep, I, I think that three month was good for him to settle in get to know the surroundings, get to know the pressures that being at Rangers um, is all about. Uh, and I think you'll see Scott Wright come on leaps and bounds, I, I believe, in time. He's definitely got the ability. He's got all the attributes to be a, a top player for me. So this is a big season for him. But I think that was a great piece of business for Rangers. Bring them in early, um, bedding them in, and hopefully we'll see the best of them this season. Looking forward to the new season. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney. And your calls coming in on 0808 17 17 700, the Go Radio Football Show. Barry, it's been a short summer. The football has never been away. I know you've been back in training for, what, five, six weeks at Aloha. We had the, the Euros as well and the Italians winning it and uh, winning it in some style at the end. Yeah, I, I don't think MD can deny that the Italians were yeah. the best team in the tournament. Yeah. Um, Normally when you watch the Italians it's all about defending but I thought going forward they looked a real danger um, and for me I think the best team won and that was Italy. They just didn't play the way they normally would he changed the style and people loved it they really embraced them this year. Mel Mancini's done that since he's come in he's changed the, the way that they play um, and you just need to look at the record I mean they've been unbeaten for so long and um, the, the two boys at the at the back yeah, they two experienced yep. boys. I, mean, I, I could watch them all day. They just love defending. Um, but in saying that, central midfield really strong, good attacking players. I really enjoyed watching Italy play and for me they deserve to win it. And for Scotland, we went out all too early but uh, when you look at Croatia, you think about it, Barry, we all thought, well, maybe we could do something against them but Modric came good that night and the, and, and the team did, didn't they? And, and really, it was the first game if we had to have any chance. We did well at Wembley but the first game... Um... Yeah, I think that's the one that we'll look back on and, yeah. and think we could have done more. Mm. Um, we could have went for it a bit more. Um, I think that's the, the one that hurt us. Look, the performance down at Wembley, I thought was different class. Um, every player that was on that pitch just didn't give 100%, but I think they played at the top of their game. Um, and look, Croatia, a lot was made of an ageing team, but when you see them in the flesh, they were a quality outfit. But I'll go back to the Czech Republic game. That's the one that um, I think if you ask a manager you ask your players um, that's the one that done us yep 
before we know it, it'll be next month. Well, the next month after that, September. We're still in July. It'll be World Cup qualifiers for Scotland. We'll speak about that before six. We'll speak more about Celtic. Uh, who is coming in? What about the goalkeeping situation? Who do they play in Wednesday night against Michelin? Do they play Barkas or do they play Bain? What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show. We're back. We've never been away. Barry Ferguson's back. The Aloha Athletic Manager of the Rangers and Scotland Blackburn Rovers Birmingham City Blackpool legend is with us here he's smiling uh, not the shorts on Barry I thought it might be was the studio just a wee bit Baltic yeah Yeah. listen you've got to use your, your head yeah. when you come in it, it's roasting outside but you yeah. come into this this uh, studio it's, cool. it's yeah. always um, <laughs> always freezing cold so um Always bring a wee jacket in, my mate. Quite but right. Get tracksuit bombs yeah. on. Just glad you didn't wear shorts. Absolutely. I knew. <laughs> I knew I'd take a, a, a slagging for the hour if I had. Um, you and James would be saying the same. Yeah, we're back for two hours from Wednesday as we build up to the big kickoff this weekend. Football's never been away, and here in Go, we keep you right up to date. Thanks to Joe Henry, uh, Rob McLean. Rob will be with us uh, tomorrow night and Wednesday. I'll be back on Thursday and Friday. But every night we're on five till seven from Wednesday night. The Go Radio football show loads of people coming on uh, the Insta I'm just looking at one here Steph's on Insta saying Celtic are miles off it they're miles off the pace the league is done already even before a ball is kicked Barry what would you say to that? I wouldn't say that that's not the attitude that the, the Rangers players or the Rangers manager the coaching staff are going to have um, I, I do think Rangers are, are clear favourites Paul no doubt in my mind the, the business that they've done they've done it real early again as they've done the previous season Um and it looks if Celtic are again on catch-up. Uh, so for me, I think Rangers are... Um, if they concentrate and the main thing and that's concentrating themselves, don't worry about the noise on the outside. I think if Rangers got off to a good start, they'll be difficult to peg back. What would Celtic have to do? To they worry to Rangers? Players. Yep. They need to sign players. It's and Good it, players. Yeah, <laughs> listen, and it's difficult to get good players at the, the time that Ange uh, came in. It was pretty late on. Um, quite a lot of business is normally done, Paul. People have agreed. They've not signed with clubs, but they've virtually agreed with them. So that's one of the, the things when I've watched him doing interviews. He's clearly frustrated. He's wanting to get players in. He has brought a few players in, but he's he's wanting another four or five. You can, you can see that. But it's hard to do. Look, money as well. If Celtic got the money to go and spend... Um, they brought £13.5 million in for Ayer which I think is brilliant business going into the final year of the contract but Celtic are they're, look, they're, they're definitely going to be playing catch up and Rangers for me if, you, if you're asking me who's favourites Rangers are clear favourites Rangers in the stronger position at this moment in time Do you think Rangers are surprised at the lack of action at Celtic over the summer? They're probably but you can't you can't um, you've got to focus on yourself that's the most important thing, Paul. You, you can't listen to the noise in the outside, what's going on at Celtic, um, your closest rivals. You've got to focus on yourself. And I think that's what the manager's done. The manager's, again, as I, I, I said a minute ago, he's went and done his business really early, which he done last season. And I think when you do that and you get players in, you get them used to the surroundings, get them to know the teammates, that's... Um, that's good management for me. Um, and that's the problem that Celtic have got. Celtic um, are going into a big game um, on Wednesday night, needing five, six players, big time. And are they going to get that done? 
before the season starts. If the season starts on Saturday, I don't think that's going to happen. Celtic at Hearts, of course, on Saturday night. Rangers kick off at half one against Livingston. Dundee play St Mirren, Ross County against St Johnson. Then on Sunday, uh, what used to be the new firm derby, Aberdeen against Dundee United and Motherwell against Hibs. Right, let's go on the lines, everyone calling in. Uh, let's go on the line to Reagan, who's on. Reagan, good evening. Cool, how are you doing, right? Yeah, we're good, thanks. In the sunshine, good to hear and see Barry back with us. Oh, definitely. Reagan, what's in your mind? Tonight, what are you thinking? I just want to say to Barry, uh, all the best for the season, Barry. Uh, no, but uh, Celtic, Paul, I just think if Celtic don't sign a new goalkeeper, then I think they can already say to Rangers that we that the the title will be going by direct. That's that's how strongly I feel that Celtic need to get a brand new goalkeeper in there. Right, Barry. He reckons no keeper, no title. Yeah, look, that's one of the positions. Um, I think since Fraser Foster left the club they've struggled yeah. to replace them they spent big money on Barkas look sometimes big signings or signings don't work I don't think it's going to work with Barkas I think Bain will play in front of him um, I think that's the, the decision I think the manager will go with but it's a, it's a big position you need to, you need to fill um, you, you need a top quality goalkeeper um, every successful team Carries a top quality keeper. You just need to look at Rangers with Alan McGregor. Previous to that, as I mentioned, his name Fraser Foster. Top goalkeepers are worth 15 18 points a season. And that haunted Celtic last yeah, but summer, didn't I, it? Yeah. yeah, but it did haunt them. But I don't think that's the only position they need to strengthen. I think there's various positions that the manager would love to strengthen. It's just trying to get their players in. And he's got a short period of time to do that. Regan, so Barry agrees with you in that he wouldn't be playing uh, Barkas on Wednesday. You'd put Bain in, I take it. Who would you think Celtic would go for? We've heard about Fraser Foster again the last few days, but it's not happening, is it? Or Regan, have you heard any information about it? No, for me, Paul, I would go with David Marshall. I said it on the, yep. the, 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 the programme two weeks ago with Mark. Uh, I think Celtic should go for David, David Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good shout uh, from Regan. I, I watched a game last night, Hearts and Inverness Cali. Um, and Hearts have got a goalkeeper that um, it still baffles me that Celtic let Craig Gordon go. Yeah. Um, he, he looked he looked excellent last um, last night when I was watching him. I know he's getting on in age, but he looks as fit as he's ever been. Um, he's he's obviously went back to Hearts. That was a big surprise to me last season. And I think that's one that Celtic will look back on and, and regret. But David Marshall's a, a great shout. Look, played with Scotland. Done ever so well for, for Scotland. Um, I don't know his contract situation at Derby. Mm. I don't know if he's got another year left or, or so. I, I don't know, Regan, do you know? No, I don't, I don't, I don't know, Barry. Um, but I just want to ask you another point. Do you, do you think Edward will stay? No, I think Edward will go. No, no. Oh, yep. Okay. Yep. Reagan, do you want him to go now? Do you not think it's time that uh, he moved I, on? Uh, Paul, I think it's time that Edward goes. I mean, uh, I mean, if Celtic can get twenty million pounds in the in the last year of his contract, that'd be a great bit of business. But but the the point I don't understand, Paul, is why is Celtic not identified replacements for for Christopher Ayer and also for a uh, right back because think, Paul. Who left in January yeah. and they'll have it. Who left in January, they've still got to replace them as well, Paul. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's right back's yeah. a, a key position. James, the producer, had marked down a few people. Yeah. Um, Nathan Klein. Um, yep. Ex Liverpool now at Palace. Andre yep. Wisdom as well. Yep. Um, there's, at there's, Derby. There's a few yep. good right backs mm-hmm. out there out of contract. Um, and I'm. I'd be surprised if, if Celtic ain't looking at these these type of yep. players. They've, they've played at a high level, these guys. Mm-hmm. Alex um, Vidal from Seville, Sevilla. Mm-hmm. He's been on loan at Alaves. And they're all players at a good age, mm-hmm. at late 20s or 30, who could do well for Celtic. And as I mentioned earlier, some of the papers today saying about Lee Buchanan at Derby and uh, Nathan Byrne. But we're hearing all these names, but they're two days away. Well, they won't be able to play this week, obviously. And they're, what, four days away from the, the championship getting underway again? Yep. Yeah. No, it's just uh, it's going to be a great brand new brand new season, Paul. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. It'll be great to get back for everyone to be back at the football matches. It's just it's incredible what happened to Celtic last season because remember, uh, Reagan, when this program started, Celtic were the, the bookies' favourites. Most people thought Celtic they, they were in the pole position, so they should have yeah, been because um, they were yeah. that dominant and the um, domestically uh, they, they'd won every trophy. But they just didn't strengthen. They, they let some players go that people were uh, surprised by. Um, was it lack of judgment? Was it thinking that Rangers weren't going to uh, come through? But Rangers went and done some good business, um, and Rangers won. They, they well, they deserved to win the title, no doubt about it. Um, last season, and now the pressures—it's a different type of pressure for Rangers mm-hmm. now. Rangers are favourites. They've never had this going into a season, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. But when you listen to the manager. He comes across really well. Um, I'm sure they're, they're, they're focused. Um, and they're not worrying too much about what you asked me earlier, Paul, um, what's going on at Celtic. That's Celtic's business. Rangers' business is to make sure they get results on the pitch. He's also been speaking about uh, Defoe. I'm going to speak about that in a moment or two. But for you, Regan, let's hear from Ange Postacoglu speaking about uh, possible transfers. You know, we've got two in and we can't even use them at the moment. So it's 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 just the way it is. Right now, you rightly said before, um, I'm not bringing anyone in before Wednesday. So, you know, we'll keep working away in the background to try and bring some more players in. But i really got to focus on, on getting a really good performance on Wednesday. It'll be a tough assignment for us, but it's an important game. Regan, what do you think? You would watch it, I would imagine, the other night. What do you reckon uh, for the match on Wednesday? What's going to happen? Uh, I'll try and be optimistic and say 2-1 Celtic, but I think I think Mitchell and are going to win, Paul. I really do. Really? Because the, 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 um, you know, the, the word is that they're not what they were uh, last season when they did well against Liverpool, but uh, you think you're hoping Celtic win, but you're not sure. You think it might be Mitchell. And Barry, that'd be a no, terrible... The... Yep. On you go. No, I think... Sorry, Paul. I think the problem is you've got Dane Murray, who's yep. he's nineteen, sure. and, and Stephen Welsh, who's twenty-one. And you're saying to yourself, those guys have been put in for the one of the biggest games of the season for for Celtic football. Well, it's just it's, it's not right, Paul. You know. I know Dane Murray could make his competitive debut, Barry, as you know, in the Champions League qualifier. Yeah, look, you love to see young players yeah. get an opportunity, but th- this is a, a massive game. There's a lot of pressure, and what you don't want to do is put too much pressure on a young, a young player. It's clear that he's got something about him. It's clear that he could be a player for the future. But ideally, you would want good experience in there, uh, Paul, and that that's something that they need to sort quickly because if they don't get it, they, they may struggle. Here's your manager, Regan, speaking about still learning. We can still address things because I think a lot of it is, you know, just that will and desire to, to compete. Yeah, we're, we're at that funny stage where you know, I'm trying to 
teach the players how to play the game a certain way. Um, and sometimes when that happens, we, we forget that there's you know, part of football is also important. That is the competitive side and, and how you defend and how you sort of show up in a competitive sense. And you need both. And, and today I just thought, you know, we, the football was a priority, but we forgot to compete. Reagan, I get the uh, impression and looking at social media, the fans are right behind him just now. I know he said at the press conference at the beginning, <clears throat> these are only words, but the, the fans like what he's been saying. No, no, I point to Congress, but I'll be a phrase here, Paul. I think the, the way he tries to play football and the positivity he's got, and, and also you can tell the way the, the way the fans have taken to him, they're right behind him, they want to see something do well this season. Barry, you've just moved into a football club as well. Can you give us an insight? How hard is it to take over as a new manager at a, a football club? It's hard. Um, look, you, you don't get you don't get much time. Um, you, you've got to, look. You've got to go with what you believe, and you've got to change certain things, and that that takes time. But I'm afraid you don't get much time in football, so you've got to do it as quickly as possible and you've got to make some decisions that some people might not like um, but that's part and parcel of, of being a manager um, and that's what the position I'm, a, I'm in just now I would, I had to go and do a bit of recruitment it was real difficult because quite a few players that I was after Paul and it will be similar to Ange as well they're already agreed with other clubs um, when you're coming in late but that's just part of the, the job Um but it is tough. It's tough. He he he'll be fine. It's tough. He'll be frustrated. But as I said, um, you can't let that affect you. you. You've got to just continue to work hard and and make sure that the the players are doing the same and their attitude's spot on. And that's what he keeps going on about their, their attitude. Um, and they've got to compete. If you don't compete and you don't have a bit of aggression in the team, you're going to falter. Mm-hmm. And that's what Celtic missed last season, Reagan. Before you go, what about Ryan Christie? Many people think he will go, or they thought he would go, but he played really well last week. Were you impressed by the Scotland star? Oh, boy, he's been great for Celtic so far. I just hope I for Scotland can uh, persuade him to stay, stay one more season and maybe stay a new contract so the Celtic can get a, a bit more money for him in next season. And what about your captain, Callum McGregor? What would you say about him? Oh, McGregor is the, he was the obvious choice, Paul, and uh, he's doing fantastic stuff, and he's just a, a role model for Celtic all over the park for, for any young player that wants to play for Celtic. Some player, isn't he, Barry? And you, you know, you yeah. wonder, he must wonder as well, what's going to happen? I wonder if uh, he's been told there are big signals coming in because. Yeah, the, I'm sure that's something that Callum McGregor's asked the, the question because I'm sure there would have been a lot of interest in Callum McGregor. Because um, there's no doubt he's a, a very good midfielder. Um, but what a lot of people um, hopefully don't do is is um, put him in the same bracket as kind of as a captain of Scott Brown. He's, he's a different character. He's not kind of loud. He, he'll do his talking with the with the ball. He's a good footballer. Scott Brown was one of the ones that would go and cajole and get on to his his uh, teammates. I don't think Callum McGregor's quite like that. Um, but look, I agree with Regan. He was the only choice for me. He's been at Celtic since a young kid. He knows the club inside out. He knows the pressures um, that come with not just being a, a Celtic player, but with being a Celtic captain. And he feels he's he's got broad enough shoulders 
to take that responsibility on and I'm sure he'll, he'll do a good job and Regan it was great to meet you that night the Scotland-Czech Republic game and Barry you met him as well it was fantastic no, to see him there. oh you weren't uh, uh, that's right that night, yep. yeah you weren't there that one uh, beforehand uh, but we're hoping we're hoping for the World Cup qualifiers Regan will speak to you near the time as well and with Barry but it was brilliant to be involved in the tournament albeit for only two weeks Cheers, Paul. Speak to you soon. Thanks very much. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Glasgow in the West talking about the football getting back underway. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, loads of your calls coming in and comments as well. Here is uh, one that's come in from Stephen Greenock. He's a Celtic fan. He says, I'm getting fed up with much of the negative attitude coming from so-called Celtic supporters. Yes, he says, we're four or five players short of a side capable of challenging Rangers for the title. But he says we need to give Ange time. We're in a rebuild phase. It's back to square one. He says every true Celtic supporter is backing Ange Postacoglu to the hilt to be a success. Saying that the title is gone before a game and a ball is even kicked isn't helping. More whinging from those who just want it to be so easy. That's Steve in Greenock, Barry Ferguson. That, that's yeah, fans. Yeah. That, that's fans for you. They, they want to see their their team signing all sorts of players. It's impossible at times. Um, but come the 31st of August when the, the window closes, I, I'm sure most Celtic fans would want to see another five or six signings through the door. Um, I've still got a, a few weeks left um, for signings to be made. Um, but look, that's just that's just the west of Scotland for you. Um, it was the same about Rangers a couple of years ago. Yep. Everybody's getting frustrated because of the season they had last year. But listen, I, I do believe managers do need time. But I'm afraid in football you don't get much time now. Um, it's all it's a results-driven business, and if you don't start producing results, you're under severe pressure straight away. Do you think Celtic fans have to be realistic and challenge this year, and maybe not uh, not win it? I mean, you hear Steve there saying they're going in it to win it, but do they really think that they will this year? What Celtic? Uh -huh. You've yep. got to have that attitude, Paul. There's there's no point in in turning up day in day out at the training ground thinking that you're just going in, into the the league season, no even going to compete. Your um, your beliefs has got to be that you can win win a league, whether you're you're really short in players or whatever. Um, you, you've still got to have that belief and I'm sure Callum McGregor will be trying to put that across to the players and it's on the flip side of that Rangers Rangers can't go in overconfident they can't as we spoke about earlier on the show think about what's going on at Celtic with the lack of signings and the results they've had over pre-season and it, if you do that if you go in overconfident it just slaps you right in the face so Rangers have got to be um, on the front foot and that starts on Saturday against Livingston which will be a a tough game. Here's Jason on the line, a Rangers fan from Deniston in the sunshine. Hi, Jason. Evening, guys. How you doing? Good. You enjoying the weather? Ah, beautiful. It's been the been the best week uh, since I moved to Glasgow. So long may it continue weather-wise. Great. Where did you come through from? Yeah, I'm from Edinburgh originally. A small town called, called Dunbar on the east coast. Of course, we know Dunbar, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> so. well, the old gag of welcome you, to Britain. How, yeah. How do you know Dunbar? Dunbar? Well, I just might listen to what's across the, the country in the radio. Yeah. I've so, heard of Dunbar, Dunbar Juniors. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. There you are. Uh, Jason, what's in your mind about Rangers? Um, just just coming on to say how confident I'm feeling for the season coming up. Um, I know it's only a pre season friendly, and you know, there's no point in getting carried away against it. And mostly it's for fitness and trying out different uh, formations and different tactics for the season coming ahead. But 
going off the performance that I watched um, yesterday, I was at the game on, on Saturday against Brighton, watched the game last night in the house against Real Madrid. <laughs> Rangers were a class above, uh, uh, albeit a, a weakened Real Madrid team, but there were still some top quality players in there. Rodrigo, Isco was playing, Marcelo, and these are guys that have done it at the top stage in European football for, for a number of years. Um, I thought that Rangers pressed very well. The tempo that they played with was outstanding. One-touch football. Um, everyone knew like they knew their role. There was a few fresh faces in there, obviously, with Sakala and Lundstrom. They fitted them mm-hmm. like a, a glove. They thought they've been playing in that team for a couple of seasons, if I'm honest with you. But um, aside from Sakala and Lundstrom, Somebody that's actually been at the club a wee bit longer that I wanted to come on and, and give a bit of praise to his young Stephen Kelly in centre midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, watched him against Brighton on on Saturday. Um, he took the ball very well. Uh, he wasn't shy away, shying away from getting a tackle and he was making the right passes at the right time. Um, and I wanted to come on and ask Barry what his, his impressions of uh, young Stephen Kelly have been so far. Yeah, me, me and Paul spoke about him at the, the start of the show. Uh, he's one player that... Uh... Jason, that I've kept a, a close eye on. He's obviously been out at loan at a couple of clubs here at United and then he was up at Ross County um, last season. And he, he certainly impressed me when I, I watched Ross County. There's there's no doubt in my mind he, he's got the attributes um, to be a real good player. Um, it's just how he handles the the pressures w- when he's when he's playing with Rangers. Um, but yeah. I, I don't know him personally, but with the people that I spoke to, they say about his attitudes, first class, he's willing to learn. And that's what you want from a young man. Um, and he certainly, that's what he's all about. And he's certainly impressed, as you mentioned there, in the Brighton game. Um, and it just shows what the manager feels about him. If he's involving him in pre-season, he must see something in him that he thinks that he can maybe push the midfielders. Because that is one area of the Rangers squad that's really strong. Jason, as you know yourself, you've got... Yeah. Six players in there. Um, any of these six can play in the three positions. Strengthen again with the, the player that you just mentioned, Lindstrom, as well, who I think in time will be a, a fantastic signing. I've seen him plenty of times with Sheffield United because I was watching young John Fleck down there playing. Um, so the, it's positive for me that young Kelly's yeah. been involved all pre-season. Um, that just shows me that the, the manager believes that there's something in there and it's up to him to go and prove that he yep. can fight to get in the in the Rangers team. Oh, definitely, I'd agree with that. And I think also an, uh, another massive factor for a uh, a young academy player coming through at Ibrox at the minute is there's not really much better out there than working under than Stephen Gerrard as a as a manager. Um, you've also got the likes of Stephen Davis, who's obviously hmm. pushing on a wee bit now, but a very experienced midfielder. So uh, the, 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 the schooling that he's probably had through Rangers since he was a young boy uh, has been great, but I think the the best is yet to come when he's learning off the likes of Davis, he's learning off the likes of Gerrard, you've even got the younger guys, Glenn Kamara and all that. I think they all bring something different to that midfield. So for young Stephen Kelly to be learning off uh, top quality midfielders like them, it's only going to bode well for, for his career moving forward, I would say. Yeah, if, I, if I'm young, young Kelly, I'd be picking the brains of Stephen Davis, uh, Ryan Jack, as you just mentioned, the manager, you've got Gary McAllister, who was a top midfielder. Aye, that's true, um, yeah. So, yeah. He's got so many people he can learn off and it's important that he goes and picks their brains. Um, after training finishes, go and have a chat with him. Can you go and take me for 15, 20 minutes? So he, he's got um, he's got great people who, who he can learn off. Um, and I'm sure 
with what I've heard that that's the kind of attitude he's got he's wanting to learn all the time um, and for me that's what you want to see uh, people who want to learn and ask questions and, and go and work hard at their game and they're the guys who I generally want to go and see uh, sorry do well in the game and Kelly ha certainly has got the ability he's certainly got the attributes as I said he's, he's learnt the hard way as well he's went out and done it the hard way He's went here United, he's went up to Ross County. so tough for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you go away for your family, you're yeah. way up in Dingwall. Um, never easy. <laughs> yeah, never easy, but it makes you grow up as well. Yeah. Uh, so, sure. he said, uh, he's had a good grounding. Now it's up to the young man to go and show that he's he can push to try and get in that area, which I had mentioned, Paul, which is yep. a strong, strong area of the Rangers squad. Yeah, Jason, listen to this. This is the manager speaking about the coaching up front and how they've added Jermaine uh, Defoe as a player, but also, really importantly, as a coach. It's his main job, Jermaine. That's the reason why we want him first and foremost as a player, because he can still do them bits of magic himself and he'll be a big, be a big help over the course of the season. I'm no expert uh, in the striking department. Neither's Michael Beale, neither's Gary McAllister. We can help and support, but we've got an absolute expert around the box. We've got an expert who's done it for many, many years, so if he can be a help to us as a staff, that's the reason why I want him alongside us. Jason, it's a good point, isn't it? There's a plan there, you know, they're thinking about every area. Yep, listen, when I was a when I was a young player, I went and picked the brains of the experienced players. That's what you've got to do, and, and somebody like the manager just mentioned, Jermaine Defoe, he's played at the highest level, he's played at big clubs, he knows what pressure's all about, and I thought that was a, a brilliant piece of business in the summer. Look, he's not going to play, he's not going to start many games, Jermaine Defoe, but... What a player it is to have in your squad to bring on 15, 20 minutes to go of the game's tight. But also on the flip side of that, what a guy to have about the training ground when guys like Sakala, mm. Big Cedric Itton, who's had a real good pre-season, go and learn off a guy like Jermaine Defoe. Jason? Yeah, 100%. Just, uh, I'd agree fully with what Barry said there and obviously what, uh, what the manager was saying in his interview. I've watched the interview after the game and um, at the end of last season there was a few question marks as to whether or not Defoe would be kept on if he would be kept on in what capacity would he be a, would he be a coach or no would he be a sort of, uh, players coach or no whether he would be featuring in some games to, to strengthen the, the attack um, I think getting him for, a, for another year or, or however long it was we've tied him down for even if it was just a coaching role I think I'm just, just having him around the club is, is massive um, he's brought a lot to, to Rangers since he came albeit at the end of his career but He's loving it. He's, he's absolutely loving it, Rangers. You, you, you can tell that in his interviews. You can tell that from his, his media posts. Um, what a club to come at the end of your career to win uh, you know, such a prestigious title like 55 and then go on and, and, and help you know, potential future uh, young players coming through to, to help them on to 56, 57, 58. Well, you're sounding, um, you're sounding really confident. Somebody will come in and say, are you being complacent? Yeah. No, don't be <laughs> yeah. complacent. Because you hear the managers, you know, but that, that's one yeah. thing about Steven Gerrard, he'll not let people, you, you can't get carried away, listen, brilliant last mm. season winning the title, brilliant, but Paul, what I said last year, it's hard to win a title, the hardest thing is to go and retain it. You've always said yeah, that, Barry. Keep your feet in the ground, look, I think he's strengthened. This is going to be harder Jason. this season, sorry. Yeah, yeah, is, I, I, yeah. yeah 100% because the pressure's on Rangers. Mm. Rangers are the favourites, and rightly so, because I, I think, they've, they're, again, he's recruited really early, he's recruited really well. Sakala, I'll be honest, we didn't know too much about, but mm. on the evidence of yesterday, I think that's a real find. Lindstrom, box to box, modern day midfielder, 
very good signing and I think there will be another one or two coming through the door Jason we're out of time thanks very much for your call and for those comments Barry thanks a million you'll be back on Wednesday Rob's back tomorrow night at 5 with Craig's. thanks a lot Joe Colday is up next after the news The Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from 5